Hello and welcome back to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and I'm excited to bring to you today episode 20 of this uh, season of Weathering the Storm. Again, we have been walking through this entire season uh, with Peter, weathering the storm with him. And the first half of the season was really looking at his life and things that he faced. And then we got into some of his writings. We looked at 1 Peter and 2 Peter, some lessons that we can glean from both epistles. And then as we begin to wrap this season up, we, we come to this episode today. And I've entitled it The Storm of Suffering. The Storm of Suffering. Suffering specifically for the cause of Christ. And the Bible says that as Christians, we should not be surprised when that happens. Paul said, if any man suffer, is going to suffer, go ahead and expect it to happen. Second Peter three or Second Timothy three twelve. Those who strive to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. So again, when you go through a storm of suffering, as a Christian, expect that to take place. Peter's got a lot to say about suffering. Of course, he's one who suffered himself. But we're going to talk about what what he wrote about regarding suffering, what Jesus said to him about his uh, the suffering that he would go through, and then some lessons that we can learn as we strive to live for Jesus and understanding that we need to count the cost. And there's going to be some things that we have to suffer, but it will be worth it if we do it to the glory of God. Before we dive into our study, we'd like to say a quick word about the Scattered Abroad Network. Uh, this podcast, of course, is a work of that great network and uh, just extremely grateful to be on uh, this with, with my, my good brethren. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, it may be the case that you haven't uh, subscribed to our master feed yet. We encourage you to do that just so you'll be able to have access to the content that comes out. We have new podcasts coming out every day of the week. Uh, we have some that are specially coming out different times in the month. We have a YouTube channel. You can find our website, scatterabroad.org. You can email us, thescatterabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. And again, we're just extremely grateful for the opportunity to spread the gospel through this means of a podcast. And we appreciate so much all of you who listen week in and week out. Those of you who like and share and subscribe, it just means a lot to us. And again, we're all striving together to glorify God in this effort. When we think about this concept of, of suffering, it certainly is a storm uh, that we face. Of course, we can talk about physical suffering or emotional suffering, but specifically, we want to think about spiritual suffering. And we suffer spiritually for the cause of Christ. So sometimes that does involve physical uh, suffering. Of course, in the first century, you look at the disciples, and of course, they did go through some physical suffering. But the emotional toll that it takes uh, can, be, can be a storm. You remember in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, when the Apostle Paul spoke of all the things he went through at the very end, he said, the thing that weighs on me the most is my care for all the churches. So yes, he was, he was hurt physically. He went through a lot of things. But what really got to him was, spiritually speaking, emotionally, the, the, the things that just drained him out, it was a storm that he faced. And so sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's spiritual, sometimes it's combining all those things kind of a whirlwind, if you will, no pun intended, as a storm brews around you of suffering. When Peter talks about suffering, he really emphasizes this in the first letter. Uh, we've emphasized in this podcast, in this season, that First Peter is about hope. 
and its hope in view of suffering. Second Peter, as we've emphasized, is about knowledge and spiritual growth. You want to grow closer to God, grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord, apply the Christian graces. That's his second epistle. But, but his first epistle is really about how those who were suffering in the first century, how they could have peace, how, how they could weather the storm of suffering in view of the hope that they had of eternal life. First Peter 1, 3-5 really emphasizes that point. I did a, a quick word study on suffering, and I found that it, the word suffering itself is found 17 times in 1 Peter. So it's certainly a key word throughout the text. So in 16 verses, you'll find the word suffering 17 times. This is according to the New King James Version. And just really interesting to see how Peter talks about suffering. Uh, when you think about it, for example, 1 Peter 2.21, For unto this you were called to suffer, because Jesus suffered, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps. And so in the context of suffering, we look to Jesus. What did he do when he suffered? Well, when he, reviled, when he was reviled, he reviled not again. Uh, you, you've got that perfect example that we should follow in his steps. So Peter emphasizes the suffering of Jesus and then how we are to follow that pattern when we suffer. First Peter chapter 3. In verse 14, you suffer for righteousness' sake. He said, "If in, don't suffer as an evildoer, but suffer for righteousness' sake. Now, and then 1 Peter 4, 16, if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this name. So again, Peter is, is no stranger to suffering. He suffered much in his life. But when he writes this first epistle, he's really emphasizing the fact that, yes, you're going to suffer. It's inevitable. I know that you are suffering. But don't lose sight of the fact that you can bring glory to God through that. And in the final analysis, all the suffering you go through, as Paul said, Romans 8, 18, it's not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So again, Peter wrote a lot about the storm of suffering. He went through a lot of suffering himself. With those thoughts in mind, I want to draw your attention to John chapter 21. If you have your Bible, I'd like for you to read along with me. We're going to connect John 21 with 2 Peter 1, 12 through 15. And really what, what Jesus told Peter, listen, Peter, this is what's going to happen. This is the way that you're going to suffer. How did Peter weather that storm of suffering? We've already mentioned what he wrote about it, but how did he do it? What did he live out? Was he able to practice what he preached? John chapter 21, of course, Jesus is going to ask Peter those questions. Peter, do you love me? And he's going to go through each time. He does this three times and says, you know that I do. So Jesus tells him to feed my sheep. But dropping down to verse 18 of John 21, Jesus said, Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. This he spoke, signifying by what death he would glorify God. When he had spoken this, he said to him, Follow me. What I find so powerful about that is, is if you go all the way back to the beginning of the gospel account, you have Jesus calling Peter to be a disciple. You know, Peter was a fisherman. And Jesus essentially told him, you're a fisherman now, but I'm going to make you a fisher of men. I'm going to make sure that you are a follower, and I'm going to equip you to be able to go out and to catch men. 
And so the first time when Jesus said, follow me, it was for Peter to follow, it, follow in his steps to be a disciple, to be a learner, to be one who, who models that behavior. But this time when he says, follow me, it's in the context of you're going to suffer. Follow me in that suffering. But you know what, what's the most amazing phrase in this context? Is it says, by what death he would glorify God. Peter's death would bring glory to God, not in the sense that he had to die, but in the sense that he would die suffering for the cause of Christ. He would accomplish so many wonderful things to the glory of God, which again comes out in Peter's writing, 1 Peter 4, 16. If you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but glorify God. You and I, as we go through storms of suffering in our lives, whether it's the loss of a loved one, whether it's physical pain, suffering, whatever we go through, there is always a way to bring glory to God through that. The way that we respond to the storm can glorify the God of heaven. That is a mentality that Peter learned. He didn't have it to begin with. But as he matured in his faith, he came to this realization and he wrote about it and he lived it. That I'm going to suffer. I'm going to go through these things, even, even to death. And I'm going to bring glory to God through that. So when you connect John 21 with 2 Peter chapter 1, you know that Peter had an understanding of what Jesus talked about. He, he knew it. He wrote about it. He told his audience about it. 2 Peter chapter 1, uh, we'll begin there in verse 12. This is after Peter delivered the Christian graces to them, of course, by inspiration. He wrote to them to add into their faith, to be diligent, to grow and, and to uh, and to be more Christ-like. Then he says this, For this reason I will not be negligent. In other words, I'm not going to forget to do this. I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. Yes, I think it is right. As long as I am in this tent, okay, the, the language there, as long as I'm in this physical body, to stir you up by reminding you, knowing that shortly I must put off my tent, just as our Lord Jesus Christ showed me. That is a direct connection to what we just read in John 21. Jesus showed him, Peter, you're going to suffer. When you were younger and stronger, nobody would have done this to you, but when you get older, this is going to take place. You're going to be taken where you don't want to go, signifying the death in which he would glorify God. Verse 15, moreover, I will be careful to ensure that you always have a reminder of these things after my decease. You know what that tells us? It tells us that Peter knew that this storm was coming. He knew that he had suffered, and he knew at this point in time, because Jesus had told him, he was going to suffer to the point of death, and he was going to die for the cause of Christ. How was Peter able to weather the storm of suffering? He listened to what Jesus said, and he looked unto Jesus' example. And friends, that's the same exact formula that we need to follow today. How can we weather the storm of suffering? Again, physical suffering, spiritual pain, emotional trauma. How can we make sure that we get through those difficult days and weeks and months and years? How do we weather the storm? We listen to what Jesus said, and we look to his perfect example. Peter would face 
all kinds of storms. Acts chapters three and four, he, he would be imprisoned. He would be beaten. He would be told, hey, you can't preach that here. All these things that he would go through, all the sufferings, but then he was able to write about hope. Why? Because his whole perspective had changed. He knew what he was doing. He knew why he was doing it. And he knew that God would be glorified if he maintained his integrity and did this the way that Jesus did it. What a lesson for us today when we go through the storms of suffering. When you look to history, you learn about how Peter died. I've got a book in my library. I want to encourage you, if you don't have it, to get it. It's entitled Fox's Book of Martyrs. F-O-X-E, Fox. Fox's Book of Martyrs. It will walk you through how those in the first century suffer for the cause of Christ, those who died, those who gave their lives. Um, and, and really, it's, it's sad. It's hard to read. But you sit back and you think, these people were convicted. They, people don't die for lies. You die for something that you believe in so strongly. And so when you think about Christianity and how rapidly it was spreading, when you read the book of Acts, you see that. Even in the face of persecution, the church grew. Even when there was death that took place, even when there were storms that arose, the church grew stronger through that in spite of persecution. And I find great comfort in that and a great encouragement because we don't know what we're going to face. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know, you know, at this time we're, we're enjoying this time of peace for the most part when it comes to Christianity. But there may come a time when people walk in and tell you, hey, stop preaching that or drag people out of the church building. God forbid that happens, but it's very possible. It happened before in history. There is definitely animosity rising toward Christianity. That, that's no secret. That's been happening for a very long time. We don't go through what they went through in the first century, and again, I pray that we don't have to. But if it comes to that, now's the time to make up our minds that we're going to weather that storm of suffering. You see, Peter made his mind up. He had that conversation with Jesus. He knew that it was going to come to this. I'm going to follow in my Savior's footsteps. That was his conviction, and he did that. And so from Fox's Book of Martyrs, I wanted to read this uh, to all of you today. Again, if you don't have this book, I encourage you to get it. And it goes through how all the disciples died. Of course, it ends with John, who, who died of natural causes. Of course, he, he wasn't without suffering. He was dipped in, in burning oil and exiled to Patmos. But on page, pages four and five, uh, Fox's Book of Martyrs, uh, he emphasizes what took place with Peter. He says, The only account that we have of the martyrdom of the Apostle Peter is from the early Christian writer Hegesippus. And so that this is historically uh, documented. You can go and you can read these writings. And he wrote of an account of what took place when Peter was old. Again, we reference back to John 21, 18, uh, what Jesus told him to do. Um, and so apparently, according to this, this account, Nero had planned to put Peter to death. When the disciples heard of it, they begged Peter to flee the city, which would have been Rome, and he did. Now, of course, Paul would have been beheaded by Nero there in Rome. And so you know that Nero was totally against Christianity, and it spread. And so we read that Peter would make his way back into Rome. He was captured. He was taken to his place of martyrdom, and he requested that he be crucified in an upside-down position. 
because he did not consider himself worthy to be crucified in the same position as his Lord. That That is from history. And that's the account that we have is that Peter was ultimately crucified. And he did so upside down. When we started this season, and when you start looking at the life of Peter, it's amazing to see where he started and where he finished. From a fisherman who was bold, who was uh, just uh, just one of those that was very impulsive, kind of had his own way of doing things, just a spokesman for the group, just outspoken. And he was a character. But Peter was very human. And that's something that we learn about. But it's just interesting that, that Peter's the first one that we read about in the list there in Luke 6 when Jesus called the disciples. He, he called him Simon Peter. The interactions that we have recorded with Peter, uh, the, the ups and the downs, the good times and the bad times. But when it's all said and done, when we look at the life of Peter, we're looking at a man who was faithful unto death. Looking at a man who was a true disciple, a true servant of Jesus Christ. He lived it. He preached it. He wrote about it. And ultimately, he would die for the cause of Christ. Peter weathered the storm of suffering beautifully. And we have that example to look at. Of course, as we're looking to the greatest example being Jesus. So when we think about weathering the storm of suffering, we can certainly look to Peter's example and what he did as he looked to Jesus' example. So for us, when we suffer, maybe we're suffering and there's no reason for it. Consider Joseph. Joseph suffered for no reason. Of course, Jesus was hated without a cause. John fifteen twenty five. He came into his own, his own received him not. He suffered though he was perfect. You and I, we suffer, but we're not perfect. Sometimes we bring it upon ourselves. But when we suffer for righteousness sake, when we suffer for standing up for what is right, when we, when we suffer for preaching and teaching truth, when we have family members turn their backs on us, when we have people slam the door in our faces, when we are physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually hurt by life, we can weather that storm. Peter was able to remember what Jesus said and look to his example. And that's what I want to leave you with today. If you are weathering the storm of suffering, look to what Jesus said. Remember what he said and look to his example. What did Jesus do when he suffered? There's your pattern to follow. May we all follow that as we strive to weather the storm of suffering. I thank you so much for listening. We're going to close out this season with one more episode, episode 21, coming up uh, this next week. And I just appreciate you so much going on this journey with me. Thankful that we've been able to study the life of Peter. Again, next episode, we will bring this to a close, and I want to announce uh, announce the next season of Weathering the Storm. Looking forward to doing that with you. Again, thank you so much for listening. I hope this is helpful. May God bless you as you weather the storm. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.